and welcome to the topic in women's MMA. Frank Bozik here along with Shawan Humes. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankb316.blogspot.com and my other podcast, Frank Posey's Big Bad Podcast. Before we get started today, uh, a little late with this, just had a, a repair on my power chair. Uh, I had to get the joystick replaced. Well, you know what a joystick is, right, Sean? Yes, sir. Okay, well, we, I have one on. I don't know what it's going to cost. I have no idea. I, I didn't have a, a real choice in that. So I have no idea. But anyway, uh, what happened is I went out this morning. It was raining. And when I got back and uh, went to get up and turn on my chair, it wouldn't turn on. And so I called Motion, and they got somebody to come over to look to see if maybe it was the uh, circuit breaker, and it wasn't. And so what they uh, had another guy come out, and he replaced the joystick. Now, I'm not sure it goes fast enough for my liking, but we'll do something about that tomorrow. Bottom line is it's back working again, and that's it. So uh, that's all I really got to say about it. It just took a while to get it done, that's all. Yeah, well, at least it's done, or at least it's functional. Yeah, that's the bottom line. Okay, uh, let's go start with last Saturday's UFC show now. Um, Aspen Ladd versus Macy Chason was uh, postponed. Uh, Macy suffered some sort of foot injury. Now, they have rescheduled it for October 2nd, okay? All right, so that brings us to um, uh, Macy Barber beat um, Miranda Maverick by split decision, okay? So I heard a lot of complaints from fans about this in regards to the judging. But the judging was not the problem with this fight. The problem with this fight is neither fighter did enough to win the fight, okay? It was virtually a draw, okay? Um, Miranda won round one. Macy won round three because Miranda got tired out. Round two was virtually a draw, in my opinion, okay? But you don't score, uh, you know, tie rounds. Uh, so I scored it 10-9 for Macy. Very marginal, very marginal. Barely, barely. She, she mainly because she had better, more control in the so, uh, most so, of, most of the round. When you say marginal, you mean like if it would have went the other way, you wouldn't have been disgusted. Not at all. Not at all. I listen. People were whining about the judges, Schwan, and it was not the judges. That round was so close. I don't see how you can blame the judges for scoring it that way. Okay. Yeah. If they so. score it the other way. I, I don't care. You know, it was that it was a draw in my opinion. Like I thought the fight was a draw. Okay. And and mainly the reason it was a draw is that both fighters, we're talking about young fighters here. Miranda's 24, Macy's 23. They both have major, major flaws. Okay. Uh Miranda uh is training, uh, has been training at uh House of Muay Thai in Norfolk, Virginia, with uh, former UFC uh, uh, featherweight Mekin Submersier. Uh, Macy has now moved to Team Alpha Male in, um, in um, Sacramento. She's been there since May, so she hasn't even been there a full camp yet. Okay? And so uh, they've got definite flaws. There's no question. Both fighters need to improve, but they're young fighters, and I think they will improve, 
okay? Uh, I, I, like I said, uh, I thought the fight was basically a draw. I think a lot of the reason people had their reaction was because Macy Barber seemed to be screaming and pumped up like, like she really did something. And while she maybe didn't lose it or even won it, it wasn't some kind of spectacular career-breaking performance, you know, because she said, I'm back. I'm going to be more destructive. Schwan, Schwan, Schwan. Yeah. What do you expect her to say? I, they, I, fighters, I don't, Schwan, fighters don't say that. You know that. I, I'm not upset with her. I'm just thinking a lot of people already don't like her. And for her what? to act that way yeah. after a very competitive, a, a boring and close fight, people are like, uh, a little disgusted by it. But that's outside the point. Nothing wrong with playing the heel. Yeah, I, I, I have no problem with it. I'm, I'm just saying why there might have been such a severe reaction to what she did. Uh, yeah. When I saw the fight, I didn't it, think it was a rob. I was trying. They weren't mm-hmm. saying that, though. They were blaming the judges. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. But a lot of people, because I, I talk to a lot of people who watch fights and fighters and coaches and everything, and to a certain point, that's the underlying theme a lot of people heard. I think they think that she's favored by the UFC, and the UFC wanted to get her a win, so they did whatever it took to get her a win. Listen, I don't think that's true. Listen, I don't think it's true either. And I also think that if she's going to get anywhere, she's got to be better. Okay? Yeah. And, this, and I say that about both of them. They're both very flawed fighters, and they have to be better. So I'll just detail what I think right off the top. Macy Barber needs to get off to better starts. You can't give away the first round of these fights, or you're going to lose them all. Okay? And, you know, she's only been at Team Alpha Male since May, and Faber needs time to, you know, fix some of this stuff. But to me, that's the number one thing that he needs to fix, get her off to better starts. In Miranda's case, she's already changed camps. She's going, she announced the other day on Instagram that she's going to Elevation in uh, Denver, which is Mark Montoya. So, I mean, there's advantages to going to a camp like that because it's larger and they have more sparring partners. There's yes. no question about that. I don't necessarily think it's better than what she was already getting. Well, I when watching the fight early on, this fight, even though nobody's going to put this connection, this fight was eerily reminiscent of Jessica I versus uh, Jennifer Maya in that Miranda Maverick was pressuring. Well, she wasn't even really pressuring Macy was backing up just like Maya was backing up and I think Miranda's corner was thinking okay you're pushing her back so you're controlling the tempo of the fight but what they didn't take into consideration is one Miranda was throwing more but she was missing a lot and she was never putting she was never putting shots together so even though Macy's backing up she's not she's backing up because she wants to you're not backing her up so even then that first round that wasn't a dominant round and then the second round it was even less effective so it, it, it wasn't dominant but she won the won the first round and I'm sure Faber told uh, Macy that she's got to step it up. Okay? Well, true enough. True enough. But that, that's what I'm saying. It's like it wasn't. So, like, I know later in the fight, she seemed like she got tired. Personally, I think her camp might have told her, you have the first two rounds won. Just don't do anything stupid. But if, they're really, if, they, if they really understand what they're seeing, yeah, you're pressuring, but you're not effectively pressuring. You're not putting shots together. You're missing. You're missing. You're throwing more than Macy, but you're missing more than her because Macy's throwing less, and y'all are probably landing fairly close to the same amount. There shouldn't be a huge gap between the landing. If anybody had a really dominant round, it was Macy Barber in that third round. That round was the strongest round for either one of the fighters. 
And the big and and that's what people don't want to hear because they don't like Barber. They're like, well, she got dominated the first two rounds. She didn't get dominated the first two rounds. She got maybe eked out slowly in the first two rounds. But the biggest defensive round by either fighter was the third round. So I understand why Barbara feels she won it because I did in the, in the one round I actually fought. I really brought the fight. I took her down. I was yeah, but but, she, but, it, but it's like I said, Schwan. She has to do that in all three rounds. I mean, when she first came to the UFC, she was finishing people. She's not finishing anybody anymore. Guys, to get well, back to finishing people. I I understand that. I'm just saying, like when people look at the fight, I'm like, look at it from a different lens, and it, it gets less insulting to you. And secondly, you're right. She does need to get better outside. But but Macy Barber is such a big, strong athlete. She's always been able to get by by just landing one or two shots or overwhelming people. No, now, now no, people- no. Listen, I'll give you another example of a fighter okay. who is an elite fighter, better fighter than Macy Barber, but has mm-hmm. this exact same problem, and that's Rin Nakai. Rin Nakai has had this problem for years. Happened in mm-hmm. two UFC fights. It's happened in a lot of her other fights. She's able to get away with in Japan because the fighters are not as good as her. She gets off the slow starts. And she's been like that for years. And you can't give away the first round. You have to get out there and win that round. And it gets hard. Macy it, has to do that. She does, but it gets harder to win against certain matchups. When she's fought other people who pushed her, her physicality and her yeah. against Miranda Maverick, it wasn't going to be as big a gas. Against Alexa Grasso, it wasn't. I don't dislike yeah. Macy Barber. I just, I just wish they'd been more proactive in her career because now she's a name and she's got some cachet. So every loss is a big step forward every loss is every loss is a big step forward back well, every win is a big step forward. i wish they would have been more proactive because when i've worked with younger i'm like dude we're not training for right now we don't care about regional we're training to set you up for when you face better opposition because this well, shit isn't gonna work it's not gonna like work I said, it, it, look she she was she was 21 years old when she got into the ufc and the first thing her dad did was take her to milwaukee go to rufus sport how did they help her they didn't she ended up blowing out her knee, and then she went to another place. She went to Chicago, VFS, Mike Valley. Okay? She lost that fight. When she, she says when she first went to uh, Sacramento in May, she wasn't planning on staying there. And then she changed her mind, and she decided to, she decided to stay. So she must have seen something she liked there from favor. Okay? Yeah. And so if that works out for her, then she'll become an elite fighter because Faber knows what it takes to be an elite fighter. I'm not saying she won't. I don't dislike her at all. All I said, and I said from the beginning when I first saw her, I'm like, whoever has been training or directing her has done her a disservice and it's going to kick her in the ass. I said that when I first saw her. It's going to kick her in her ass two years to three years down the line. And two years, three years down the line, it's kicking her in the ass because I saw they didn't develop her properly. Miranda Maverick. Well, Miranda maybe Maverick. May, maybe, maybe, they, maybe that problem has been fixed, okay? We're going to find yeah. out. I hope so. Miranda Maverick, I understand why she didn't want this fight. She's fighting somebody on a two, on what, two-fight losing streak, and this loss doesn't help her at all. She was on momentum to possibly get a, ranked, a, a higher-ranked fighter after this, and now she's taking a, a fairly big step back. I think elevation might help her, but I like – the problems she had in that fight weren't necessarily a matter of technique. It was just her, it's her own awareness. Now, if her camp told her she was winning and dominating, then being in a better camp will help because they should have known that fight was, that fight was teeter-totter close. I don't know why anybody mm. would feel secure after those first two rounds and say, oh, I'm winning clearly. I wouldn't have thought, if I well, was in the court, I would have been like, you're Sean, not winning. She, listen, I don't know if my toil tells the truth. I know the one trainer, especially guy in Colorado, who will do that is Trevor Whitman. Well, you're supposed to tell your fighter that. 
Well, and I know, but a lot of listen. I know that, but a lot of don't. Well, once again, that's my problem with corners. I wouldn't t- if I was in a corner, I would have been like, so that you won either one of those first rounds. I think you need to push it. I don't care if you risk getting finished. You didn't win either one of those rounds closely enough for you to be cruising. No way, no how. If they said that, that's irresponsible. It's terrible. Well, we don't know, and I'm not going to comment on it because we don't know. All right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's go on to the next one, which was uh, a joke. It was um, Sajara Eubanks beating Elise Reed with a first-round TKO. The original opponent was supposed to be Priscilla Cachoeira, and this was, I think, basically Sajar's last chance at flyweight, and she did make weight. And I will tell you, a person who has helped her in the past and is still helping her is her teammate. You know who that is? Claudia Gadelia. Okay? Mm. That's who I think is helping her a lot. Okay? Maybe she's a better coach fighter. Well, I... We have to see her against somebody. Look, based on the size difference, because at least it's a straw weight and everything, this fight should not have been made. And I blame no. the UFC, and I blame the Nevada State Athletic Commission, and I'm not going to comment on it any, any more than that. It was a joke. They never, this fight never should have been made. Uh, if it was Priscilla in the fight, no problem. Elise Reed, bad idea. Yeah, well, I mean, at least Reed's team could have turned down that fight. They didn't have to take it. That was an Well, you know the answer to that as well as I do. Yeah, it doesn't mean I like the answer. So, yeah, I mean, right. I, like I said, I, right. I've, been, I've been involved in those kind of discussions, and I'm like, look, that I'm not saying it's the worst I've seen, but it was borderline pretty bad. That, that could be a career changer because Sajara at that weight class is a devastating puncher, and she took a lot of abuse in that fight. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about it no more. So, the other fight on this show was at uh, Broadway, right? Diana Beldita beat Hannah Goldie by unanimous decision. So, Diana it was born in uh, Romania, but she trains at House of Champions in Stony Creek, Ontario, which is near Hamilton. Her coach there is UFC featherweight Kyle Nelson. Okay, you're familiar with him. He's Canadian. He's from uh, originally from uh, Northern Ontario, Huntsville, Ontario, and uh, yeah. he's moved down to uh, uh, Southern Ontario. Uh, Hannah Goldie uh, is from Fort Tampa, Florida. She trains with her husband. I haven't thought. I didn't think much of either of these two fighters, and uh, I was not impressed. Hannah Goldie should not be a fighter. She should be maybe a centerfold or something. What do you think? I can't do that because. I just can't say that. I don't know if she knows she's a great <laughs> fighter, but I, I'm not going to go that far. All right. So what, did we learn anything from this fight? I thought, I thought if anything else, Hannah Goldie would try and take advantage of this position and really kind of come out aggressive. It, it She kind of got a little outworked. And uh, I was stunned by that. I'm like, you have a chance to kind of maybe get some momentum. And you, she didn't seem, I don't know, her aggression seemed off. She just, she just couldn't get past the range, the aggression. She couldn't really get to her spots. It was really weird. Can, yeah. Can I, can I give you a, a, a reason? Sure. She isn't any good. Even not being good, you could just fight hard. You can fight hard and not be good. She I, I didn't bit, her listen, Schwan, she doesn't belong in the UFC. I even understand that with skill, but I can – like Hannah Cyphers did not belong in the UFC. At no point did I think Hannah Cyphers gave less than 100 
100% in that cage. I didn't get that impression with Goldie. It's like she didn't want it. Who knows? And if, and if, and if you don't anyways, want it, why get in a fight? Why get in the anyways, I, it, it basically told us nothing much about Diana, okay? Because we have to see her against somebody better. Yeah, but uh, at least she won. And I, I really didn't think she was going to do that, to be honest. Okay, let's move on to this Saturday. We've got three fights on the, on the show. Um, the first one, it's for some reason on the main card. It is uh, who that fight? Cheyenne buys, okay, and I can't remember who the opponent is. Do you have that in front of you? I do not. I'm trying to pull it up now. My computer. Yeah, I, 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 I'm so bad at remembering fighters' names these days, especially ones that I don't care about. Uh, yes, that's a, quite a bit of fighters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. So you better keep all three of them handy because I might forget all of them. Uh, but Cheyenne buys. Uh, oh wait, uh, Gloria DePaula. Gloria, there we go. Gloria DePaula versus Cheyenne by Gloria is from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Uh, she's the girlfriend of uh, Mira Buena Silva, and they both train at Shootbox. Uh, the head coach there is Diego Lima, and she uh, lost her first USC fight, and she claims she was nervous. She didn't she fight Jin Frey? Was it Jin Frey she fought? Yes. Yes. Uh, Cheyenne Buys uh, is from the trains in Houston, trains in Houston, Portis MMA, Saeed Saud, uh, with her husband. Uh, she got in the UFC through the White Contender Series, and she also lost her first fight. So why are these two on the main card show? Um, they feel they have some kind of appeal that's going to break them. I think they really bought into Fox. Buys is, has a fairly exciting style. She's a striker, and Let's if I remember correctly, she's fairly attractive, so I think they can think they can get some behind is. her. But uh, that, that first loss, that first loss was miserable. That was humiliatingly bad. I wasn't impressed with either of them, so I don't know. But um, Gloria DePaula, she's not a great fighter, but I, I thought she showed some grit and some actual will against Jin Fry. It's just Frey has more experience. Frey had a little bit more de- more in the well to go to outside of just trying to use aggression or physicality. And, and eventually she was basically to extend her and then turn the fight around and get control of the fight and just wear her down. I don't know. That, I mean, Baez has the potential to blow her out of the water, but if Gloria DePaula has any sort of good sense, I haven't seen Baez wrestle worth a damn. And I know that Gloria isn't as good a wrestler as, as, as um, Baez's last opponent, but it's worth a try. I mean, the, the fight I saw, it looked like Cheyenne Baez had never grappled a day in her life. So it's... Yeah to tie her up and, and wear her out and see if she she's made some adjustments or showed uh, some counter or counter grappling this should not be on the main card no Sorry. but but they're trying they're trying to get stars they're trying to create stars so they're throwing at things against the wall to see what happens Schwann, they're not good enough i guess i don't know it's i haven't seen them enough to really know no you don't you don't but like i said they're trying they're whoever they can try let throw it against the wall see if it sticks oh it sticks cool keep going yeah. All right, so uh, who's who's in the second fight, Sean? Uh, the second fight will be. Let me pull that up right now. It is for the women's fight. It will be. Youth. Wait, no, that's not it. It's William Nico Montano. Yeah, Nico Montano versus uh, one on you. Okay, yeah. so this is it at at uh, flyweight, and, and Nico won tough twenty six. 
she's still trained at uh, NHB and uh, uh, I'm pretty Albuquerque. sure she I think she left. Last time I heard, I was under impression that she was not training there anymore. I'll have to double check. That. Oh, did she go to? Uh, I think she went to Team Alphaville. That's what I. Think. Yeah, I think so. Mm. I know she left a while ago. She just started doing her own. So, game. so she has she she had um, won Tough Twenty Six for flyweights, and then she could she won it, and then she couldn't make weight, so they took the title off. Okay, and she's basically been kind of injured since then. I think. You know, yeah, she had the one with uh, Pena uh, like about a year ago. Yeah, Juliana Pena. That was in 2019. Okay, uh, um, uh, Yanan Wu uh, uh, is a Chinese fighter, of course, and she's just had mixed results. Sometimes she looks okay, and sometimes she doesn't look okay. It's primarily a striker. Yeah. Okay, so she. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I, I'm not crazy about either fight. It looks like it's a fight they're trying to get Montano back on order because Montano, her issue at this weight class is that those girls are the more athletic and physical kind of grind her out. That's what Pena did. She was out striking Pena, out positioning her, and Pena slowly wore her down and broke her down. Um, Wu, I would think, could do something like that, but she's not the great athlete. And even though she's a competent striker, uh, she doesn't seem very comfortable letting her hands go unless she's unless you're fighting at a certain pace. If you're just kind of she she gets real kind of gun shy and, and she she defensively she's not good at all. You saw what uh Minaway did to her. She was like out working her and backing her up and countering her and leading on her. She can do anything with her. And I think Nico can emulate that. The only question is, is Wu willing to take some chances to enforce her physicality and try to grind? Yeah. Cause Nico's not made for this weight class physically. I don't think she is, not in regards to strength or physical physical power. But uh she's a much better skill set, I think. Yeah, I think she'll win the fight, but do it doesn't mean much. This girl's one and four, so it's not exactly the most impressive win yeah. ever. Okay, the the third fight is Jinyu uh, Fry, and I can't remember who she's fighting. She is fighting. Give me one second. Jinyu Fry is fighting. Oh, your favorite fighter, Asher. Oh God, she's awful. Okay, so. <laughs> It is clear that it's clear they're trying to get Jinyu Fry some wins in a row to, to move her back. Well, this is what I would think too. Ashley Yoder has been in the UFC since 2016. I do not. She won her last fight, right? If I recall correctly, she did win. Yeah. Wait, let me double check. Let me double check that. I'll, give me just a second. I, I don't think she did. Now that now that look back on it, no, she fought Angela Hill. She lost. Oh, that's right. She lost. Okay. Anyway, I think she came in as a late replacement or something like that, but. I don't care for her. I, I haven't liked her. She, she joined the UFC. I don't think she should be in the she, UFC. Yeah. That's it. She, she should have done an extensive time in Invicta or lower because she's been learning on the job, but she's not a good enough athlete to make up for lack of skills, and she doesn't have enough skills to make up for her lack of athleticism. So she's in this one of the rings of hell in suffering as far as her progression as a fighter. Um, she had a couple wins early. And that, that kind of fooled people into thinking she's better than she was. But beating Amanda Cooper and Kondo doesn't really rank you very high at this stage of their careers. So um, this is a this is a showcase fight for Jen. And if she wins it, I think this will be so, two fight, fights in a row for her, three wins in a row. Uh, I think it's two. Uh, Jen, the one thing uh, important about Jen is she's now training at Fortis MMA in Houston with Saif Saoud. And I think that has helped her already. And I think it, it, ha- it has I helped think her. It will continue to help her. She, she, they're having her fight girls who are also 
way less experience and worse athletes than her. So because she has those advantages, she can be comfortable in trying new things and working out her new system. So they're building her correctly, which they should have done when they first brought in the UFC. They're putting some fights together. Her next fight will probably be against somebody with a name, and she'll have some momentum, and she'll have had two fights where she slowly worked herself into form with the new things he's trying to add to her game. So the third fight should be pretty close to the best version of what we're going to see of her moving forward. But this fight isn't going to tell us much because Yoder just doesn't have much to offer. And if she loses this fight, which she should, but if she loses this fight, she needs to retire. <laughs> no offense. All right. Okay, so uh, one thing I wanted to, to talk about here, and that's that a couple of days ago, uh, it was announced that the next Invicta show, which will be August 27th, I believe it is, it's a Friday night at 10 p.m., is going to be a pay-per-view. Okay? So um, that's going to be on pay-per-view in Canada and the U.S. And in the rest of the world, it's going to be on Fight TV. Okay? So did you hear about this, Schwan? Uh Yeah, I heard it. Supposed to be a big pay per view and a new new time for Invicta and women's MMA. Yeah, I mean, uh, going on pay per views would got Invicta into trouble back in the old days, but it's a little different now because uh, some, some of the streaming services. Well, they, she does, yeah. Shannon Knapp doesn't own the company anymore. Okay, it's owned by uh, Anthem Entertainment, who uh, owns uh, uh, the Fight Network in Canada, Access TV in the US, and he also owns Impact Wrestling. Okay, so. Uh, they're experienced broadcasters, even though you might not be, might not have heard of them. I'm familiar with them because I'm in Canada. I'm from Canada too. Um, I think they're kind of jumping the gun on this one. Um, the problem I see with Invicta is the same problem I was seeing with them. The um, the uh, match the, the shows are lackluster with questionable matchmaking, and that's kind of what we'll see. I think what we'll see here. Uh, in the states, it's going to cost twenty bucks. In Canada, fifty. Well, at least they're pricing it effectively because nobody's paying sixty dollars for that. No, no. So at least they're uh, pricing it wrong. I mean, so we'll just see what it is. I mean, I have to buy it because I have to. That, that's it. a big. That's it's like the point you made. It's like you're trying to sell something. You don't. You don't really have names, and you don't have enough even talent where you can get quality fights. You either have super big names. Or you have to have very good fights, and Invicta's in this in-between spot where they don't have either. Yeah, this that this has been the big problem with them. Okay, they bring back, they bring in these fighters that we've seen them, and they're not any good. So it's like, why are you why are you bringing them back? You know, yeah. and that's yeah. about it. Now, now, of course, it was uh, the other thing we have to mention is it was announced today that. Uh, Amanda Nunez is pulled out of her upcoming title fight because of COVID-19. It's going to be scheduled for a few months down the road by the sounds of it. Yeah, uh, I'm, not, I'm not shocked by that, but we have stuff from certain sources. You can't say shit. You just got to wait until everybody figures it out later. Alright. And that's the only the other thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, anything you, you want to talk about, Shawana? Uh, No, sir. I think that's about it. Covered everything fairly well. Okay, that's about it. Uh, again, don't forget to check out my blog at frankd316.blogspot.com and my other podcast, uh, Frank Posey's Big Bad Podcast. If you have any questions or comments for either of my podcasts or my blog, then leave them the anchor's voicemail. And if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do so at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights. We'll talk to you later.